the superhero Philharmonic. Now that's classical music I can get behind. <laughs> Explosions, boulders being thrown across the the stage. Lasers. Robots. Chickens. What's a robot sound like? What does a chicken got to do with it? Luke, what's chicken got to do with it? to the B-Mega Podcast. My name is Luke. I am sitting here at the Mega HQ with my always squirrely and and uh, uh, shifty-eyed <laughs> companion. Mega, mega, mega. I'm Adam. over here considering riding your dog. You know, I've this, this would be the second time. I don't know how many. I've already mentioned it. I don't have to tell you again how I want a, a monkey to ride my dog. I, I think we should this afternoon find a monkey to ride your dog <laughs> it would be quite a sight i don't think the zoo would appreciate it and or i don't dog. or PETA probably probably not adam how are you today i'm great how are you i'm fantastic i've had donuts for donut uh, friday donut friday i've had chocolate milk i'm all copied up you're copied up we're, we're ready, ready we are on point for making Awesome Megas. What do you think of this, of the Grat app? At first glance, the name looks like it could involve AT&T, which I doubt is the case because That's that, would be, that would be a major sponsorship. But... I, I don't want to cut you off, but could I, but I'm gonna. Okay. Could I, <laughs> could I tell you what Grat at is short for? Yeah, yeah. Tell me what it is. Because that probably would reveal even more. Okay. So the Grat at is short for, oh wait, I gotta make sure I get it right. Oh, it's short for the Gratitude Attitudinator. <laughs> okay, <laughs> forget what I was trying to <laughs> trying to say before. The Gratitude Attitudinator. That's it. So this <laughs> this episode of the B Mega Podcast is brought to you by Doctor Seuss. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. It does kind of have a Seussian <laughs> ring to it, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, the gratitude attitudinator. So this, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea where I could start with this. Well, I, let me. So where it came from, where the the origin of the idea was, I was. I, I, I one, I read a fair amount of of just things about positive psychology and i don't want to overstate this because i don't really know anything about it but I, you know just i just catch the odd video online or i've read a couple of books right and, and, and some articles but and i find it interesting and particularly i'm fascinated by an idea coming out of positive psychology that you see a lot now ranging from life hack sites to oh yeah credible sites of some of uh, you know cultivating an attitude of, of, of gratitude in your life and specifically by like writing down three things you're grateful for, or sure. have, you know all these sort of different techniques that people are using. I I I think it works for whatever it's worth. That's not what this episode is about, but <laughs> I think that stuff's great, and I've been doing that. And so, but then I just got like fixated on gratitude attitude. The rhyme, the, <laughs> the rhyme of it, 
having a, a grat a, a grateful attitude and then I was like, oh, an attitude of gratitude? It's a it's a great cadence and rhyme and it everything. It really is. And it came to be when I got to Grat at, it came to be this is definitely gonna be a robot that uh. that encourages or somehow uh, spreads a, a, a grateful attitude spreads feelings of, of gratitude or something like that was sort of the, <laughs> the initial. So that's the grat. That's this is amazing because this is the this is another first for the B Mega Podcast. We've never made an artificial right, not being entirely. Or, been, yeah, they've been infused with other technologies and things. But yeah, never one that was completely man-made. Yeah, we've never made a robot. Right, this is exciting. So. We're gonna have to head to the to the mega assembly line, <laughs> the mega robotics <laughs> center. But where this starts, we obviously we need a person to create. Right. So the the I'm I'm in a and I don't know much about robotics technology. So let me. <laughs> this is always my moment in the episode where I say uh, I don't know much about this. I'm not an expert either. <laughs> we'll do our best. So. This is a small, innovative robotics company. Um, okay. They in Silicon Valley. All right. Um, and they they are really on the edge of of uh, making robotics, uh, making uh, robotics to assist people in their day to day life. So oh, okay. all I could picture when I said that was the Jetsons made, but you know, <laughs> I no I. Uh, it took me a second. I, I was waiting for another word. I thought it was something that the Jetsons made. Oh, no, the other made. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so something like Rosie the Robot. Thank you. Yes. So, but that, but they make a lot. But it's you know, but the real world version of that. So all right. these different things that are starting to come out on the market now on the little kitchen assistant things and. But they do make you know things that clean and sort of advanced the advanced version of the Roomba, right? <laughs> and headed toward Rosie the maid, right? So the the <laughs> and this office and it's a they hire really highly you know it's a high uh, achieving uh, what would you call it? It's not an office, I guess. It's a uh, research lab, center, or research maybe, facility. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and and. They've come out with a lot of advances and things like that. Okay. So there's a, but the founder of the company, maybe, or just the company in general, there's uh, a sense that their their philosophy or sort of mantra is that life sucks, the world is an unpleasant and inhabitable place. <laughs> Robots can make it easy. Wow. So that's their sort of attitude okay. toward the world, and that's how this they're. Is, this is just the the owner, the, company, the or the company, the company itself. Like that's and its and whole. They, and they have cultivated a real following and are are really doing well selling products with that sort of. So and like everybody in the within the company is on board with this. Like everything, oh, yeah. like we want automation. We want robots that help every help they, people do they, everything. They all have it such that they don't have to go outside to get from home to work. They don't ever they, they stay in climate controlled environments. They don't they they're they're they think they believe that the world is inherently unpleasant. 
they avoid human interaction where possible. They maybe not that, but they you know what I mean. They're yeah. just they're they're really think that like they don't cook themselves at all. Like, okay, like that they would never do. They have machines to do all of these things. All right. So, and particularly advanced technological, well, advanced using advanced right. technology. So the so, but there's this young woman, I think, maybe it doesn't matter, probably doesn't matter, but there's this young person who works there, who's been there um, only for about six months. Okay. And is really, just loves creating new robotics technology and loves working there and wanted to work there because of the things they do in spite of their um, sort of maybe sour outlook on what yeah. philosophy or sure. whatever that is. So goes to work there. But then after six months of working there, even though she finds the work really rewarding, it's just a, a it wears on her soul. All of this, the negativity inherent in that attitude. That yeah. Just, nobody has an appreciation for anything. Kind of that like almost universal realization that a lot of young people have with like their first, like kind of the dream job that they think they've been working for and then realize, Oh, this, this, this is not, is not yeah. Uto utopic, utopic. <laughs> <laughs> this is not as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, so in, I'm going to pull that out of context and put that at the very beginning of the utopic, episode. Utopic. No, this is not as good as I thought it was going to be. This is not as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, so in that she starts reading a lot of positive psychology okay. and, and becomes, uh, becomes very actively a student of, this idea of appreciating the world around you, okay, grateful for it, and, and you know, she just—it starts out as a, a way to ease her feeling miserable, kind of you know, balance that some sort of positive TED talks or something yeah. by some of these people initially, and then that leads her to the books, and then she sure. kind of keeps going down that down that, and she becomes obsessed with creating. A robot that not that doesn't remove us from the elements of the real of our real world, but helps to show us how to appreciate it. That helps ah. to encourage us to be grateful for the things that are there. That that's what that robot's. She wants to create a robot that has that purpose. So she's really essentially going rogue within this company, like in 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 the classic sense that like in a flipped script the company would like, maybe it would be doing positive things. And there's one person is like working on their own to do something right, evil something with evil, the technology yeah. completely different or opposite of that. And she's, so she's developing this, um, is she, is she using, is she, is she like trying to use technology that they, I think she's using. So the, she's, she's a very, she has a, a pretty high moral compass. Like she's not crazy about stealing from the company. Okay. From the company, or um, she doesn't work on it on office hours. She had, does all this at her home, but she did sign. She she has all this proprietary information and, and, and knowledge that she's gotten in the training process, and it's all very. Um, they're all they have to sign away that they'll never use it for anything else, and okay. like this. And so so she is, but she's just sort of made her peace with that as that's crazy that they're using this technology only for these to make people be 
you know, more removed from reality. This is where I want to really talk through what the robot is. Okay. I don't have a very specific vision of what she would have been created. My initial oh. thought was that it would be a, it would be like a confidant sort of robot. What if what if it was some sort of a kind of a basic piece of hardware, a robot? They don't like being called the hardware, by the way. <laughs> Robots don't. No, no it's not. Too. It is. Uh, but this this pretty basic robot that is maybe used in conjunction with an app that like mm. this app kind of pulls personal information that the that the user like that's kind of how it it pulls um what it needs to know about about that person does that make sense and 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 then points out the things that are right hey, you should appreciate that yeah like you made you put a post on on facebook about whatever you yeah. know you should be glad that you got that cupcake right. and, and not sad that it was a little dry right and you know you you have a pretty great life so maybe that it's not a big deal that that whatever they did they didn't have the exact flavor of soda that you wanted at the soda fountain yeah soda fountain yeah yeah that's soda fountain we're bringing soda fountain all fountain. the time yeah <laughs> 2016 soda fountain is totally i a thought thing. So. that's yeah. my yeah that was my impression just, uh, that's an interesting can, can i just point out that both of our examples were one based around food <laughs> and two uh, straight out of like the 1950s. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Cupcakes and soda fountains. Yeah, that's Luke and Adam's world. <laughs> Cupcakes and soda fountains. Megas and farts. Uh, Explosions and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I like that maybe <laughs> it's like a tiny little, like almost like an angel. Like she makes it like the concept of like the angel on the shoulder. Yeah. That like, like so it's a little tiny. You carry it in your pocket, or can like, and it like can climb up and sort of. Hang yes. Out. It's like this little. Absolutely. That's amazing, and it ta- and it's tied in your 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 phone and all of that, and and because that's whatever how everybody lives. But right. It also I like that it. I think it would tie into that. There would be an app that would tie into that. And it would also just Listen. hear everything you say. Exactly. See your interaction. Yeah. What does it look like? I don't think it, I don't feel like it looks like a person, but it should be somewhat anthropomorphic, I, but not. Maybe like, maybe a, maybe a little sphere with, with arms and legs and like just like an a little egg, antenna. Like, yeah. Or like a cylinder. That, that, <laughs> I said sphere. Uh, <laughs> All right, no, not that. A cylinder with a sphere on top. No, that's no good. A cone. A cone. It's a cone. Um, what about like? It could just be. What if it looks like? Um, what if it's shaped like a phone? Like it's just shaped like a little smartphone, but it like it's a little transformer. Like it just like whenever it oh, like whenever it wants to count. So it can be like kind of inconspicuous, but right. then. When like that. when it hears something, it climbs, like it transforms and climbs up out of your pocket. <laughs> because people, it's not even like now. Even me saying that I'm reading things about cultivating an attitude, like people are so the the negative stigma around depression and uh, psychological treatment and counseling and all of that makes it such that even you know. Even buying a self-help book, I think, has a certain amount of people are trying not to be outward about it. That right. A, that there continues to be. Not, I, I don't think there should be. But that, so part of this is 
that she knows people are sensitive about it. Sure. So because people are sensitive about it, um, yeah, it, it stays hidden much like um, much like the toys in Toy Story, or <laughs> it's much, much superior precursor, Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy, uh. which we should discuss another time. <laughs> The grat at co- only comes alive when sort of nobody else is around. It pops up. And yeah, has a sense of that, so it doesn't like in the middle of the you know you're not in the middle yeah. of the grocery store. And it pops up, or, or like you're at a dinner party yeah. and you say something and it just. <laughs> and in the meantime, you wear a little hearing device so it can whisper things in your ear. Though, like what's the? Help me, I need a little like an earbud or or. No, but what's? All I can think of is the Steve Martin movie. Um, where the guy whispers to the other guy. Oh, uh, uh, Serrano, not Serrano, Serrano Debergiac. Serrano Debergiac. Serrano Debergiac. Serrano Debergiac. Serrano All right, so we'll inset us pronouncing it right. But, so the Grat Act can give you bits of you know, advice and pep talk, yeah, yeah. sort of, uh, and all that it really is designed to do is like it's not designed to you know inflate your ego or to feed you things that aren't true. It's just designed to point out, to remind you to appreciate what you have and to to not get lost in sort of the narrative of of comparing yourself to other people or and and it's not like it's not a jerk about it either. Like it's no. it's it's a gentle like. Like you said, a gentle reminding. It's it's not like, hey, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes when you, there are apps that like send you messages, right. automated messages, just based on activity that you've participated mm-hmm. in. And they always read as very cold and demanding or commanding. Yeah, yeah. And I just assume that this, this, this device is much kinder and more human-esque. Oh, totally. And it, and it has the ability to adjust its voice ah. like she builds into it this um so in, in the she gives it all these features where this is why i'm curious still about what it looks like because i think it has maybe it's has some ability to sort of adapt what it looks like and sounds mm. like over time but particularly i like the idea of the voice because of what you were saying about it not being cold that it whatever sort of message the grad ad is delivering it it learns over time the best voices to use, either just qualities of voice, but also specific people's voices that maybe it'll, you know, maybe in this scenario, you want to hear the voice of your older brother reminding you to whatever, you know what I mean? Sure. So she then, okay, this is good. I like this. Okay, so she starts building the robot. Okay. um, In her home. So she's sourcing the parts and buying the parts. She's sourcing the parts from uh, a friendly supplier that the company works with, somebody that she knows. She's a okay. or something. Um, and I think during that, while so at some point, somebody else in her at her company finds out uh, that she's getting parts and working on stuff. Okay, um, the snitch. Yeah. So I don't. So that's kind of the beginning of I think what becomes the magnification. Okay. Event. That she, so uh, this person finds out and I think maybe come confronts her about it before, before snitching. So okay. sort of confronts her about it um, and gives her an opportunity to let this, let, 
let this person in on whatever it is. That if you let me, uh, maybe this is like the son of the owner of the company. Sure. Yeah. Who wants to get away from it anyway? I'll get on this with this because I think I think this person that's making the grat at is everybody knows that she's obviously the most talented, like in terms of the young talent, but just of a uh, different mindset. Yeah, from the yeah, rest yeah. Of the and so this person, the son says, "I'm. I want to. Maybe I'll find out what she's doing." And confronts her about it, and she very much shuts him out. That pretends like it's not happening, um, and, and just runs home to try to quickly finish the project, project and get it out. Now she's afraid that they're going to be coming. Sure. Um, and so, and this is all setting up because I think that this this son maybe becomes sort of the villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that then he decides he's going to go sabotage her project. So as she's working on it. He comes to sabotage. I think this is where something happens that creates the that gives this piece that she's making this grab at higher than the standard. Like and even her ability in robotics, like these are all nice features. These sure. things we've talked about so far are all somewhat plausible and yeah. And, but it and, be, it becomes like self aware and self motivated, and I think it has something to do with. I think maybe this is too much. I think she gets killed in the process. And that her sentient energy or whatever, um, her her awareness and humanity somehow gets, uh, you know, infused. Sorry. That's all right. What What if she, out of fear that something could happen that like she knows that she's she's kind of going against the grain in a big way with this company that she maybe uses some technology to upload her consciousness like to yeah 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 to kind of in case something does happen she has this like backup that she could send like she could let other people know about and someone else could maybe pick up the the pieces but that Maybe that that uploaded consciousness ends up. Well, maybe this is the part that that she doesn't have. That that's the one piece that she hasn't figured out yet is how to give. Because ultimately, I mean, this has a lot of artificial intelligence that she's built into sure. it. She doesn't have. She doesn't have a way. Like she continues to run into problems getting it to full fruition of the ability she wants because she needs it to have. A human level of empathy sure. and understanding, and, and it is. She thinks that there's, she can't figure out a way to do it without copying an actual human consciousness, yeah. and she she doesn't know how to do that. That she, as of when the this this evil son is coming to sabotage, and maybe she knows, maybe he said, but it's racist. Yeah, and. She knows that in uploading her consciousness to this, she will be basically a vegetable. Yeah. And so, but she does it because she doesn't want she doesn't want to lose what she's done. So yes. And oh. then not only that, but her great sacrifice for humanity also gives it this sort of yeah, uh, yeah, otherworldly like power. Yes. And so when he, when he and his goons get there, they find her body lifeless and they're like oh 
something's happened to her. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so, yeah. And do you think they, they take the technology or is it like, has it left? Like, has it fled or has it like transformed itself to conceal itself? Well, I think it's, I, it, it may be, I think it immediately knows what's happened. That's okay. What well, because she's, it. she's in the machine yeah, too. So, it's, so. It's, it's this, you know, fast learning machine. So yeah. it immediately understands what's happened. That yeah. it has all of this. Ability. Like it, it just in an instant absorbs all of the, yeah. all of the, the conflict that she's experienced with yes. the son and just knows instantly and, that it needs to do and something. And the son is leaving. And so the, the grad at also has all of these sort of, like she would have also just given it these convenient. I mean, the thing about the, maybe she took technology, this would be good. That she took bits of the techno, technological advances that the company was making and things like, little personal assistance and like advanced PDAs that would like a phone that would never, you could never lose because it would come to you and stuff like that. So the phone has all these abilities to travel really fast. And like she's given it, she's combined the best of all of the ideas of all the other. So I want to now map out all the other products nice. that the company makes. <laughs> like we'll do that in the post, <laughs> but, but the, the that's, and so I think it follows the guy, like either like gets itself in his pocket or with him to uh you know maybe find out what's next or something i don't know maybe what, what what about this yeah what if this son mm-hmm. so what if this son is terminally ill mm-hmm. and that's kind of his motivation for like it kind of ties into the the philosophy of the company, but it's also kind of his motivation of wanting to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. But his way of changing is still not right, not right minded. Well, and he's maybe and, the epitome of this attitude that the company has, and that finding out that he was ill just made him even more look right. Look at how garbage well, the world is. So, so I think maybe this technology for uploading consciousnesses is something that he Ah. it's something at the lab that he created because he's had plans for himself Ah, she immediately so in the race to figure out what to do to save this technology she goes to his lab and uses it on herself to upload her consciousness to the device yes when so once that occurs and he finds the body first he's angry he's lost it what if the grad at it, the first time it uses its abilities, I'm assuming that mm-hmm. to that are amplified versions of what it does as a as just an assistant bot. Uh, it says, "Don't be sad that she's dead. You at least have your consciousness uploading machine." And it worked. And it worked. But he uses it. He twists that, and he uses it. He keeps her body. And maybe starts experimenting on consciousness uploading using using that body. So does he upload himself to her? So now the yes. villain is her. Yes, that's incredible. So he implants this device and, and probably augments her body yeah, yeah. with some with like robotics totally. to make yeah, sure yeah. that things are still functioning and to make her up. and to make her stronger yeah. and better and yeah yeah and that's. So the grad at delivers this message and then leaves on its way, thinking that it's good. done yeah. that it's done the right thing, and she thinks that like hope like they her consciousness and and the grad at 
however that functions internally, they yeah they I think like we in the movie of this there would be this sinister moment where the 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 son character just like ominously looks at the grad and says you're right. But the grad has yes. a so it yes. doesn't read that yeah. emotion. It doesn't, it doesn't understand. And maybe yeah. that's maybe that the conscious is uploaded, but it's not. It takes a while for all it of the emotional. It hasn't integrated. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. That would be good. That's awesome. <laughs> the gratitude attitude. <laughs> Can I just ask you one thing? Mm-hmm. Is that's the name? Is that the name that she gave it? Yeah. That's that was the name of she the bot. She named it the gratitude attitude. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She, part of her personality, this is why it's going to be interesting, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens as this evil son becomes her. Yeah. Her personality was, part of why she didn't jive with this place is, by her nature, she loved life. I mean, she became great at robotics because she loved it. She just enjoyed it. She thinks that, in contrast to a lot of people, especially a lot of people, even in technology, strikingly to me anyway, she believed that we live in the best time you could ever live and that the future is bright and that that these kinds of technologies don't have to just be to make you know, make it easier to make coffee or wipe your butt. Right. They could be impactful things. Like we could use this technology to actually improve our lives and live better. Make coffee while wiping your butt. Well now that's asking a lot. <laughs> the same device? Yeah. <laughs> Does it use a coffee filter for both? <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry. So, so yeah, but that I think that's that's like her fundamental. Her fundamental. And that oh, that's so, gonna be perfect because I think that that he's yeah. I can't wait until we mm-hmm. get into him a little bit more. So, so powers. So because of that, this this gratitude attitudinator, and she oh she also has a really uh, she has a great sense of wisdom appreciation sure fun so yeah it made something fun the gratitude attitudinator the gratitude attitudinator can well i mean this obvious thing where it's able to i mean it does all the things that the robot did already that she had developed in it so all of right. these abilities to um listen to and perceive your what people are saying and how what they may need to feel better to to appreciate that moment and to appreciate their life. So um, it, but because now it's uploaded with this consciousness and given this um, kind of otherworldly power from the, the great, uh, from, the, from that merging of robot and humanity, that it has the ability to always get people to a place of appreciating their where they are. So it can get people to contentment. Okay. Does that make sense? Like by I don't know. That's so, so um and does is it is it using the same methods that it did as as the helper bot or does it I think it uses the same methods that it the sort of AI ability to learn and hear things and understand what what is needed, but it has also a human, like a human empathy that's stronger than like it. So because it's given human empathy by her consciousness, and that combined with the ability to learn very quickly, it becomes beyond any person 
like within a day. I think that's beyond any person's ability to understand, to see through all of the humanity. So okay. in some ways it's a weakness because like with the the son, sometimes she misses, sometimes the grat at doesn't understand the the doesn't understand what somebody means by something because it only understands what really matters for that person. Okay. And people are so, you know, false in how they right. themselves that she doesn't none of that even computes. So how about this? Okay. The grat at is able to shoot lasers. That's it. <laughs> yes. No, I was going to say, be grateful. Lasers, lasers of gratitude. Yeah. And that the lasers of gratitude just overwhelm a person with feelings of gratitude that stop them in their tracks, sort of like a, almost as if they were frozen by Sub-Zero or some such thing. Gratitudinal lasers. The gratitudinal lasers, exactly. Yes. The grat ad has this difficult to define under empathy and understanding of people such that even within laser shot range can shoot these gratitudinal lasers and when they hit a person is just stripped of all of their artifice even in their own mind and the ways that they're dishonest themselves or, sure. or unnecessarily critical or cynical or whatever and they can see just the good in their existence and life and situation and, and all of a sudden have a, a and it makes them incapable of functioning for a period and then it eventually washes away, but most people are made better by the experience because having had it, they sort of, you know, like, like a, an acid afterglow. Like they have, a, <laughs> no, but they, they remain, uh, having seen it, they it, remain appreciative afterwards. It, it lingers and sticks but, but there are people that are so far gone in their cynicism and negativity, probably like this son, yeah. that. The gratitudinal lasers, they still stop them, but they just have a breakdown because they can't handle it. Okay. And and which means that they don't it doesn't make them better. So it's it it's an effective tool to stop villains, awful villains, but it doesn't usually have the same overall positive effect that it does on normal people. It, and so say you're she's she's in a battle and there is the the super villain who is trying to control whatever, but they have minions that are out shooting their guns yep. and everything. She can, she can blast those minions and they just like drop their guns and they're like, like one of them will turn to the other and be like, I, I, I appreciate you so much. It's such a great thing that you, that yeah. you're one of my, my teammates. And, and the other one's like, and you're the best friend I've ever had. Yeah. And you make great lasagna. Yeah, look at this grass. Let's lay down in the grass. Yeah. So it. it yeah. So she can. So it, but the, and you're you're specifying the, these low level minions because they generally they're just followers. They're right. Believers of the villainy usually maybe. Usually, yeah. And that that's one way that you can tell if someone is truly evil or if they're just right. Is that the the gratitude the gratitude attitude. The gratitudinal lasers. The gratitudinal lasers from the gratitude attitudinary <laughs> <laughs> will have a net positive effect on on anybody who's not fully evil. Yes. She. I just imagine her working with a team of heroes, and one one of them is the intervention. So, 
So uh, the gratitude attitudinator blasts the minions. The intervention comes in and like sits down with them and just talks about yeah. their feelings. Just have a little meeting. Yeah, and then and Send then them on their way. Then the muscles go in and. <laughs> That's excellent. I do think the gratitude attitudinator has all of these amazing robotics abilities. Oh like yeah. It can fly. It yeah. Can like sort of hover. It does this crazy drone-like flight and sure. it can make itself really small and then it can make itself a little bit bigger. Like it's just got a lot of uh, gadgety sort of abilities. I like it a lot. Unfold as we go along. And it's so you said that it adapts. It's it's well, maybe that's my power. Maybe that's the power well, that let's I'll hear about that power. I think this thing started out small. And once it well, were you finished? Yeah, Sorry, I was this. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> this, this this thing started out small. And when it escapes the the sun's clutches uh, and started helping other people, I think it started to um, develop the ability to alter its physical appearance even more. Um, probably while it was there at the lab, it pr- I would say it probably uh, gained some more nanotechnology right. to help uh, just produce a, a larger appearance. Maybe the maybe part of the consciousness uploader was also that, and she maybe she didn't even know that this was part of uh, what he had given that technology. That part of the consciousness uploader also. Um, included nanobot technology to allow that consciousness to mm, yeah like to, through through thinking about how it would want to augment itself it's yeah. able to create those augmentations it's actually really that's a good idea that's a i mean speaking as a non-expert in robotics i feel like that's a a, a pretty feasible way of getting consciousness into a in as far as comic book science right. goes well, well this is all good for us yeah uh, so yeah, yeah. So there's this. Uh, there's been this ad- uh, addition of of nanotechnology. So now uh, it it is able to. It's not like a shapeshifter, right? But it has maybe at its disposal the ability to um, maybe change its uh, its form to be like more of a drone, right? Uh, and then sometimes more of like a bipedal. I think maybe these things are like it starts out with a few basic features that it could change into that that was part of just how it was built, right? And that this gives it the ability to not quickly it can't just like right it's like warm into it, but it can decide oh I want to add this feature that would give me the ability to be a drone, so it can consciously through its consciousness through that basically through that human brain computer that it has now within it. And the nanotech, it can direct the nanotechnology to create that thing. It takes a little bit of time, but it can do it. And they can, so it just continues to augment and get more and more and, gadgetry. And the whole time, it, it reflects on how grateful it is that it has this additional nanotechnology. And that, and the, yeah, exactly. That every for every thing that gets added, it's, it's a process of gratefulness. Do you think this thing keeps a diary? I think... Or a, like an online journal? I feel like it should have like a... A blog. It's like a blog, yeah, like something to to express maybe, its gratitude. Maybe it creates an app that, that that it puts out that does essentially what the robot that parts of what the robot right. does. It's one that really works. It speaks in a real voice, and it so it and the grad app is able to control the app. So the the app 
and nobody can figure out Silicon Valley can't figure out how this app works. Positive psychologists, psychologists, researchers, everyone looks into it and they can't figure out how it works because it they can't understand why how the app actually learns what a person needs to hear and needs to be reminded of, and it's because the rat app is controlling it. Yes. This villain, the sun. Bubbles. <laughs> the sun's name is Bubbles. <laughs> the sun bubbles. Uh, the sun has taken her body and put his mind in her body with some added technology. Yes. And in the way that she loved life and was whimsical, he loves life as only a sociopathic, murderous zombie bot can love life. <laughs> Like he, he takes this opportunity like because he feels like it's, it's not technically his body anymore. He he's kind of separated himself from, like he he mm-hmm. he will go out and just be mean right with this this zombie bot, and just relishes every moment mm-hmm. of it. And that's like that. So in a way, in a way. The Gradat has helped him because right. he's really like he gets so giddy when he sees things blow up. Well, and is this so some of this would come from I mean, he'd already been cultivating this sort of cynical right. personality working for the dad, but then the this that he this illness and and you know happenings that led to his going down the rabbit hole of villainy that he really developed uh it went from thinking life was hard and we should do things to avoid it to saying no the good thing about life is that it's miserable yeah yeah and the only way to be happy is to lean all the way into the misery just yeah to, and you can make other people miserable oh yeah like that's the best part you can make other people so miserable yeah yeah and that's what he does you should be like the Miserablator or something. <laughs> Miserablader. Miserablade. Miserablade. Miser. Reaper. Reaper. Miser Reaper's pretty good. What yeah. about like the shame or the? I like I like what you added to the word shame. Shamer. <laughs> yes, one of those things. Something. Well, that that yeah and it's all about just uh he like he quits his job he's not even a part of the company oh, yeah, anymore the company and, and has well, his, he's, they think he's dead he's, yeah he's yeah now. yeah totally he has his he's he's kept some of the technology um and so just wreaks havoc he continues working at the company as her oh snap <laughs> and all of a sudden She's yes. a great employee because yes. she embraces the evil. He doesn't leave. He stays there. And he, oh, he takes over the company. And he makes it like he's making his own he army. Of like, evil. He partners with Pax Dynamics. Yes. And he's like working on making his own army of these zombie bots. Like he's like Pax Dynamics has, has purchased all sorts of uh, like, yes. like, uh, oh, funeral homes. And they're <laughs> like, they're, they're they're sneaking bodies out of the caskets after the the and funerals. So, and so he wants to make an army of people out there just 
making the world just when you say I assume that when we talk about the misery that he's spreading that it's not high high level misery right it's the, it's the, the core like he's stubbing people's toes like he'll his his goal with this army of zombie bots is to like send a, a group of them into like a birthday party right. and and have one of them like I don't know drop something on the birthday kid's hand or something just or like just do some, do things to ruin events, do things to yes. ruin just any kind of uh, public. And and maybe the because the his the way that he's combined the human consciousness with the robotics is that they're these zombies are able to they know exactly the thing to say that'll really upset a person. Yeah. Like I don't I can't think of anything that wouldn't be insulting sure. to somebody. But you know what I mean that they yeah they whatever it is that's a raw subject for you like, like you're not just, crazy about you're not you're balding and you're not crazy about it. i can do that one because i'm balding <laughs> then you just come up and make a comment about it like a really that just something that's gonna want to you know when somebody it's especially when somebody usually a relative inadvertently says something that just hurts to your core and they didn't even they didn't do it to be like that yeah this, these people do it to be like that yeah they, they say those things oh, that's great this now the son in the body of a woman. It's getting hard to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Running this company now, and and so operating in a, in a you know the an alter ego. So he's operating by day as this as her running this and secretly trying to uh, you know fill the world with all this negative technology, but then at night out actively really wreaking havoc and yeah maybe in a, in a bigger bigger way as it, as it goes along yeah it just gets more and more of a taste for it so like the sort of similar to the your minions example earlier his he had just the right combination of you know he had that grinch syndrome of his heart was three sizes too small or right something. the second seuss reference today that's a sign <laughs> it is that he so the others will that he he's able to do this with that he makes the, the you know the army they yeah. they never get past like just the low level annoyances so people right. mostly aren't even aware of it because people are out there doing low level things to annoy people all the time so it, there's not even it's not a huge epidemic but he is is you know doing more sort of world domination level villainy and it's yeah yeah it's it's like kind of investing like he's he's got these. Um, these zombies kind of working for during the day and just kind of doing some low level misery work. And that, that scratches an itch that he has. Yes. But then by night he's, he's like teaming up with other, other super villains and, and he gets, and also part of why they don't ever get powerful is that he's got their, all of those, all of those, whatever the robotics and those people are the systems. Yeah. Those people are on. They don't ever get any more powerful. It all the power channels to him. Oh yes. So that's why every time he makes a new slave and they're out there, they feed on that negativity. So when you feel crappy because they say something to you, they get strength and, from that and it goes to him. And let's let's be perfectly clear here because we're saying he's causing low level misery, yeah. but in the end, he's taking dead bodies and turning them into an army of <laughs> just of jerks yes. who will eventually now not have the power to continue doing this and we'll just end up being dead bodies again right. that somebody has to deal with again again and and the the grat at 
has mixed feelings about these things because in some ways having these slaves out there doing this low level creating this low level havoc that the it makes it such that it's almost easier to show people how good their life is because these things are so trivial You're right. that it's easy to be like, yeah, yeah, you stubbed your toe, or yeah, this person at the grocery line said something awful about your shirt, but you have a family, yeah. you have food, and you have this, and you have... So it, it, it's challenging because it fuels an already epidemic problem of people just being annoyed by the day-to-day, yeah. you know, garbage of life. <laughs> that, but... At the same time, the more of those low level, the more that the problems are low level, the easier it is. And now, the Mega Origin! Young robotics engineer Alex Addison was quickly earning praise for her work with edgy Silicon Valley innovator RoboU. While Alex loved the company's modern laboratory and top-secret knowledge base, she had concerns with the organization's mission, eliminating labor from your daily life. Alex saw value in exploring life's bounties and experiencing the world's challenges for oneself. Despite her high-tech work, Alex lived most of her life without the aid of technological conveniences. She was wary of RoboU products like the Deodor U anti-perspiration vest, the Chew for You food processing dinner plate, and the Walk U robotic leg thrusters. Alex was most concerned about the yet to be released BU, an interface that allowed the user to upload their consciousness to any digital device. Thus, disconnecting from the physical world altogether. In her spare time, Alex sought to create a robotic device that would instead reconnect users in a more meaningful way to their physical human experience. Through intense research in the fields of philosophy, psychology, and cognitive neuroscience, she grew to believe people are inclined to lose sight of the wonderful world around them and simply need to be reminded to appreciate the positive aspects of their lives. Working tirelessly and incorporating advanced RoboU technology, Alex built a prototype of what she called the Gratitude Attitudinator, or the Grat-At for short. It would help users avoid cynicism and embrace an attitude of gratitude. Desperately seeking a way to grant her creation with the gift of artificial human empathy, Alex sought the help of colleague Greg Robo, designer of the BU and terminally ill son of the company's founder. He expressed interest in Alex's project, but made it clear that he planned to cooperate only if he could use the Grat-At to manipulate users into buying future RoboU products. When she refused, Greg stormed away, pledging to tell his father and the board about Alex's use of RoboU proprietary knowledge on her private project. With her precious grad ad in jeopardy of being misused for corporate profit, Alex snuck into Greg's private laboratory and prepared to use the BU on herself. In its experimental state, she knew the machine would leave her body as an empty vessel, 
but she also knew it was worth ending her physical life to give life to the Grat Act. In an instant, she felt removed from her physical body and began processing the world as the Grat Act, suddenly aware of the universe's myriad opportunities for gratitude. She could calculate moments of thankfulness with astounding speed and was even able to emit blasts of attitude-changing gratitudinal lasers. Forced to flee her lifeless body when Greg Robo and his security force arrived, the Grat-At set out to undermine the efforts of RoboU and any other organization bent on disrupting the beauty and meaning of the human experience. Greg altered his BU technology and uploaded his own consciousness into Alex's body, continuing his sinister work under her name. The Grat-At fought the nefarious Greglex on many occasions, and put an end to many of his dastardly plans while proving to the world at large that gratitude always trumps revenge. And also, that being a robot was really freaking cool. And that robot's name was... The Grat Act. I am so grateful Adam, that we were able to make such an interesting character today with the, let me get this right, the Gratitude Attitudinator. That's it, the Gratitude Attitudinator, and I am grateful for donuts and chocolate milk. <laughs> it has been um, a really enjoyable episode it has. To, to create. I hope that you out there in Earville land... Enjoy the gratitude attitude fader as much as we did. We had a, a real good time. One of these days, I would really like to take a field trip to to Earville Land. We should, because I'll bet they're nice ears. Yeah. Do you think they have ears on their hands? I hope they do have ears on their hands. If you have ears on your palms, send us a note. Um, but I, how do you write? <laughs> the, all right. No silliness. The gratitude attitude and it's gratitudinal lasers. And its application in the iTunes store. <laughs> hashtag gratitude no attitude <laughs> The one hashtag that takes up all your characters. <laughs> all right. Um. Until next time, show gratitude to your friends and tell an enemy that you appreciate them. And remember, four-star reviews are like donuts for podcasts, and this podcast is really hungry. Go to iTunes, leave a review, and be content in knowing that you've fed the most wonderful of podcasts. And as always, be mega! and stories on this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations. Copyright 2016. The sound effects heard in the B-Mega podcast are used under a Creative Commons Zero public domain 